candy girl. <laughs> and you got me. <laughs> Sugar. Aw, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. <laughs> and you got me rocking you. I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And this is Sex Archie. Where we have sex with Archie. No, we don't. Okay, a Riverdale recap podcast. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) And this week, we're here to talk about Chapter 7, In a Lonely Place. Aww. Directed by Allison Anders and written by Aaron Allen. We got straight A's. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy. It's definitely on the drama-heavy side. Yeah. Everybody's very upset with their families and other people's families. Yes. But yeah, Uh, it's the Jughead episode you've been waiting for. It is! So many things have been answered! Thank (laughs) you, finally! I've only been losing my mind for weeks. (laughs) But we'll get there in a second. Yeah, because we start, Jughead (laughs) is dreaming. He has this wonderful dream sequence. Yes, a dinner party. A, well, yeah. a, a dinner scene. But it's the show everyone thought Riverdale was gonna be, I think. Yeah, the, <laughs> the like, 1950s style mm-hmm. with the whoopee cap and the big sweater and everyone all pretty. and It's very Stepford. There's a lot of very <sighs> creepy looks with people just tilting their heads in unison. I really want them to come use it again because it's... They're such good costumes. <laughs> it's so good. But so he's at this dinner party. He's just kind of freaking out because it's weird. And he knows something's up. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's him, the Cooper family. Yes. Uh, Veronica. All, all four of them and Veronica. And Archie. Well, then Archie shows up when it's time for Jughead to carve the turkey. The ham. The ham. It's one of those hams that oh, has yeah, the pineapple yeah, yeah. and the cherries. You know, the way I make ham, which is very 1950s. Straight out of good housekeeping. Yeah, yeah. And then you pour, like, Verner's over it and you cook it. Do uh, they have Verner's in syrup land? It doesn't matter. I don't know. Mr. Cooper hands him the, the carving utensils, but then the knife disappears. And Archie comes over and is like, why'd you stab me in the back? And then there's a knife just sticking out of his back. This is the least subtle dream sequence. It's <laughs> The symbolism is so lazy. It's so the the visuals are incredible, but my goodness, they they just really had to spell it out. Just, here it is. Yeah, Jughead's worried that Archie will be upset. He kissed Betty. Yeah. The end. Yeah. <laughs> but he wakes up he wakes and we up see where he's been sleeping in a closet under the stairs in the school. A, a janitorial closet, even the janitor forgot about. No one uses it. <laughs> so he gets up before the school's open and goes to the bathroom to like brush his teeth and shower and stuff. And then all of a sudden, Archie's behind him. Yeah, and this is like 6 a.m. My question why is Archie there? Yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, oh, is this like another dream sequence? And then, no, he's, it's actually Ty. Archie's there. He's in school early. And he's like, why, why he's, are you here, Jughead? He's not studying before school with Ms. Grundy. No, There's he's no, just in the bathroom. I think this is the first hint that Archie is the murderer. Because he just hangs out at school at 6 in the morning. Because he's places he shouldn't be with no explanation, <laughs> like a murderer does. So so Archie asks him you know, why he's there, and he's all like, oh, you know, just using the fine facilities here and taking advantage. And No, like, why, why are you here? And Jughead shows him where he's been living. Mm-hmm. He's like, how long since the drive-in closed? Why didn't you tell me? What's your dad think you're doing? So so ever since F.P. Jones mm-hmm. lost his job, 
He's been sliding into alcoholism. Mm-hmm. So between that and unemployment, Mother Jones. Yes. Not that Mother Jones. Uh, his and, mom. And Jellybean have gone on to live with her parents, Jughead's grandparents. Yeah. And the, the family's shattered. And Jughead's been on his own. It all just comes out. And Archie's like, why didn't you tell me? You could stay with us. And he's like, no, I'll figure it out. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell Betty. Don't, just but, don't tell anyone. And Archie, being a moron, is like, why would Betty care? Veronica's the one much more likely Veronica's to be judging. Veronica's not going to care. It's Cheryl that would care. <laughs> like, of any people, it'll be well, Cheryl and, like, Reggie. Well, no Sh- one else will care. Cheryl and Reggie aren't in their friend group. Yeah, so, like, Veronica will be like, why don't you just come stay with me? Like, she's not going to care. I have all of the roofs. We're full of roofs to sleep under. So, after this heart-wrenching the opening Two minutes. <laughs> we get back to Casa Lodge. Veronica went on a shopping spree at six in the morning. Her Glamazon.com order. Oh, arrived. that's what it was. Yes. And it Smithers wasn't actually was sh- taking it upstairs. Yes. I'll say it again. Glamazon.com. It's the fancy Amazon for the fancy people. Uh, something has supplanted Sleuthster in my heart. Veronica's mom's not happy. She's like, we don't have this money to spend. And Veronica's basically like, screw you. Yeah, this is her method of revenge for the surreptitious smooching and forgery. Yes. You got that job now with your honey bun. She didn't (laughs) say honey bun, but basically. She should have. That's a good line. Yeah. And then we're in like the random student lounge that they all hang out in that exists in every teen show like the OC. And so when uh, the whole cast gets together in a lounge, you know what it means. It's time to talk murder stuff. Yes. So Betty is talking about... What happened with Polly running away and the car burning mm-hmm. and... And how they can't tell anybody. They can't tell anyone, but, you know, you're talking about this in public, in a lounge. There's people overhearing, including a very suspicious girl in the back corner who's texting everything you're saying right now. <laughs> like, How is no one noticing this? Archie, I'm staring at you. You were looking basically directly at her. I am amazed that someone in their school finally figured out whenever they all get together juicy shit goes down you yeah, need, you need yeah, to listen yeah. to that because that's good but so betty's talking about all this and like but i love how veronica's like we should just all move we should all move out of riverdale like this is just too much shit for yeah. me to deal with yeah the end and that's why it's only a seven episode season that's amazing <laughs> jughead comforts betty and that gets some looks from other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're all like, "What?" And then so Archie confronts Jughead about Betty. Archie figures out a thing for the first <laughs> time in his life. The first time. Archie kind of quickly changes the subject. Mm-hmm. Doesn't stay on it very much and has somehow in the past, I don't know, like hour called his dad and his cell like, phones. <laughs> we just saw one two he seconds ago. He was in ago. class. When did he have time? He was in class and then the student li- Like Archie pays attention in class. <laughs> Listen to dad. yourself. <laughs> so he calls his dad and he's apparently worked out that uh, his dad is going to give Jughead's dad a second chance uh, to come back to work yeah. at the construction company and tells like Jughead, is... like, you should talk to your dad too, but he's going to talk to your dad and we'll the, work this out. This is their big chance to get the Jones family on their feet functional and nuclear once again. And then Veronica asks Betty about Jughead, too. And is all like, well, if he makes you happy, I support this. Yeah, Veronica Lodge approves. Yep. That's a quote right there, folks. Yes. 
Mama Blossom is yeah. at one of her regular meetings with the the with sheriff. sheriff Keller, and then Cheryl walks in. Yep, and she's all like, "So." I got info, but I'm only giving you this info if I get to go back on the cheer squad, which you made me leave. (laughs) So then she tells them all the info that her friend was tweeting, texting her about how Polly ran away. Mm -hmm. And And this was the night when the car burned. And so Polly must have killed Jason. Yeah, because if she escaped on the night the car burned, she must have burned the car. If she burned the car, she must be the killer. Polly killed my brother. Arrest Polly Cooper right now. Drop the mic. And also, I tweeted all this out, so that way, like, you have to do something about it. The pressure is on, Keller. Speaking of Kellers, we find <laughs> we, we cut back to school, because I guess Cheryl's ditching in order to, to yes, yes. lay some justice. Yeah. Uh, Kevin finds that she did indeed tweet. Hashtag Polly Cooper <laughs> killed my brother. That's way too many characters. You have no room <laughs> left for a tweet. That's basically your entire tweet. Well, especially since she followed it up with two other hashtags. <laughs> like, her like, whole tweet was just hashtag- hashtags. We're still working on SEO, okay? <laughs> so then we go to Jughead going to the trailer park mm-hmm. to check on his dad and asking him if he would consider going back to work for Andrew's construction. Like, yeah. He's like, well, yeah, he called me. I said no. FP thought this was some sort of embarrassing prank. Jughead's just all like, don't you want to see our family back together? Mm-hmm. Don't you want mom and Jellybean back? Don't you want me to come back? It's not too late to get us all back. Oh! It kills me. So yeah, that like two minutes of heart-rending drama at the end of episode four. What if there was a whole episode of that? Uh, just the whole thing. Jughead needs to get pork chop he needs a dog so he can have happiness in his life that's the dog from doug not pork chop what was it hot dog hot dog his name his dog is named hot dog yes a dog named hot dog that he can (laughs) snuggle and cuddle and feel better about the world is that why hot dog is so fluffy yes for cuddles yes betty and jughead have organized uh, all of their friends, everybody sort of on their side in town. Yes. To find Polly. Including Betty's parents. Because they want to find Polly. Yeah. Everyone is way too overdressed for hiking in the woods. It's chilly up in wherever syrup No, is. I mean like too fancy dressed. <laughs> They're not like too warm. Veronica's always too fancy. There's this area in the woods that is sort of in the triangle between... The, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, the Woods Car, and the bus station. So, like, this must be where Polly <laughs> so this is. This is the nexus of, like, if there are clues to be found, here they are. But they don't find any. Instead, they find another search party led by the Blossoms and Sheriff Keller. <laughs> they just look like and fucking like, vampires from Twilight no, walking out of the woods. They look like they're dressed for a fox hunt. They even have beagles <laughs> leading the way. Well, yeah. Like, they're, they're not the even... They're Not the f- even bloodhounds, just beagles. They're the fox hut vampire family, <laughs> okay? They're the ones that are from the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. That's where the vampire family lives, and uh, they're coming for the wedding. Was this in the third book? This was in, like, the fifth book. Okay. That hasn't been written, but, you know, should be. So there's this sharks and jets standoff between the two search parties. Why wasn't there a dance-off? Or like a tug of war. Oh, a tug of war would have been great. The Blossoms like fully just start 
spewing shit about how Polly killed him and it's all Polly and Polly's a murderer. Just not holding back at all in front of everyone. While they're out in this uh, forest search, Veronica sets up a plan yes. about how she's going to get back to her, at her mom by going on a bender uh, to yeah. a nightclub. She must assemble a party. Yes, her normal party. So so Josie's going and Kevin's... As a celebrity. Go- yes, and Kevin's going as the gay best friend and, and, she, and she needs some hot eye candy. disposable hunk meat. So Reggie. Reggie <laughs> comes into play here. The and most Kevin, disposable of Kevin is meat. so down with this. <laughs> He's so down with it. I've always wanted to be the best gay. It always is. It's his dream. Well, he's used to being the only gay. Yeah. So then we go to Alice Cooper applying her cover girl makeup, because we must zoom in on that. In a church, the one place the Blossom family can't step. Because <laughs> they're vampires! It's consecrated ground. Alice Cooper is telling Betty that this is what we're going to do, and you're going to do it, and we are going to do it in front of this church. And show what a good family we are. And Buddy doesn't even know what she's talking about. (laughs) So they have a press conference in front of the church. And uh, Alice Cooper talks about how Polly, you know, was getting help. And they want her to come home. And oh, by the way, she's pregnant with Jason Blossom's baby. So of course she couldn't have killed him. And the Blossoms didn't know that she was pregnant. I mean, nobody did outside of the family. No, no. And so there are waves, ripples through the whole crowd. I'm surprised they had the restraint not to cut away to, like, people watching the local news at home, just, like, grabbing their chests and keeling over from a heart attack. Jughead walks Betty home, and they're holding hands. And it's very sweet. And she's all like, you didn't have to walk me home, and he's trying to get out. Well, that's what, you know, people... People like us, people uh, who who have been through things and stuff. That's what people do, right? Jughead and Betty is the only, like, honest high school thing in this show. Yeah. Except for Archie being a moron. (laughs) People in high school are generally morons. And Reggie being an ass. They they do have, like, a very, like, kind of innocent, awkward, figuring it out relationship. Still don't know how I feel about it. I always saw but, us as a Jughead and Betty sort of deal, dear. Yeah. Yeah. That really makes sense, actually. <laughs> Just, we were them. Then, though, Betty starts blaming herself for Polly running away and starts telling Jughead about how Polly ran away once before when she was nine. And he's like, well, how far did she get? And then Betty gets an idea. Oh, And she light bulb moment. gives him a smooch and runs away. Makes sure no one's home. Mm-hmm. And then she goes up into the attic. Yep. And she's calling for Polly. And Walking suddenly, around the creepy dolls. Like, and the cr- creepiest attic and I've ever seen. perfectly preserved bridal gown. That's just on, like, a mannequin. Like, that's not how you preserve a bridal gown. I mean, if, if they don't want us to think about supernatural forces, maybe don't make the first <laughs> shot in the attic a Ouija board, okay? <laughs> All right, you're inviting this show. You know I what you're doing. for, like, the wedding dress to come alive. You're like, woo! ghost in your attic but no instead like polly grabs her and she screams from behind yeah polly that's how you make people think you are a murderer <laughs> is grabbing them from behind and going Shh! while they're looking at themselves in a creepy mirror and polly tells her about how she had to leave she mm-hmm. couldn't keep waiting there for someone who's never going to come which is super sad you know so betty's like, all like well live here 
And, Be with and us. Polly's plan is to continue her plan with Jason, just without Jason. Yeah. She wants to go to the farm where she can be left to raise their baby on her own. Yeah. Independently, without her, her helicopter monster parents. Yes. Or Jason's. Yes. And Betty's like, well, stay here. And she's like, no, I can't. Like, they want me to give it the baby up. Mom and dad have made it very clear that the baby's not welcome. And I don't want any of that. Then we go to Jughead's dad coming to see Mr. Andrews at the work, uh, at the work, at the construction company. <laughs> you know, the work, the workplace. Yeah. The job place thing, work. Archie's dad admits, you know, this was the boy's idea, but. You know, we can make it work. We can make it work, yeah. And Jughead's dad says that he, like, feels like it might be his last shot with Jughead. Like, he yeah. needs to. He needs to do something. There is a tragedy to F.P. Jones. Yes. And that he desperately wants to be a good father. Yeah. He just has no ability or knowledge of how to do so. Yeah. Like, he recognizes that he's a disappointment to his son, and he doesn't want to be. And I might be getting ahead of myself, but I even think his, like, motivations are suspect. I think his desire to be a good dad is just to sort of feed his own self-image yeah. as a, a real respectable man. Yeah. And not really any care for his family. I, yeah. 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 So, so fuck you, FP. So then they agree that he's going to work for them. And then Hermione Lodge shows up to work. And things are a little awkward. Is this a shakedown? Yeah. Oh. She's like, are you, there's, I already gave you money. Like, what are you here for? And he's like, doesn't know I'm a serpent. Doesn't have to know. Because let's remember that snakes don't bite if you don't step on them. Like, yeah. what? He's totally the guy to have that flag hanging out the back of his house, too. How does... Not everyone know you are. It seems pretty obvious. You just hang around the movie theater like that. Like I don't think we covered it in our episode, but FP took cash money to loiter and do petty crime at his son's workplace yeah. so that his son's workplace slash crash pad would be torn down. Yeah. He doesn't care that much about his boy, no matter no. what he says. No matter what he says. Uh, Betty... Then talks to her parents. Yes. And is like, so so when we find Polly, Polly's going to live with us, right? And they're like, of course. Yeah. So, so where's the baby going to sleep? Oh. oh well, Polly's decided to give up the baby. She knows it's what's for the best. So po Polly decided that. Yeah, yeah, yes. she did. We're very proud of her for making that decision. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I cannot wait for the unavoidable scene. Where Polly and Alice Cooper actually speak to each other <laughs> because they've never agreed on anything once. Nope. So then uh, Betty and Veronica are talking about Polly and Cheryl walks in. Oh, yes. That's Because cool. then they go into a classroom and Cheryl talks to Betty alone. Right. And Cheryl said that she wants the baby to be safe, even though she thinks Polly is crazier than a serial killer on bath salts. See she still wants what's best for Jason's baby. They're now in this together because of this. You take notes really fast. What? <laughs> well, because you have all this other stuff, and I just have, I think she's crazier than a serial killer on bath salts. <laughs> That's all I have for the whole dang scene. I fill in during commercial breaks. <laughs> I, love I don't want to forget 
things. <laughs> this, this pregnancy reveal has now sort of aligned the great houses. <laughs> My favorite little detail is that this secondary conversation, they don't just go into any classroom. They go into the health room. Really? I didn't even notice. Yeah, there's a poster with like a cutaway <laughs> of a pregnant woman. Yes. Let's go to the pregnancy room to talk about <laughs> pregnancy. So, I see what you're doing, set dressers. I'm watching you. Guys you guys are so smart. So Cheryl asks, like, what, what can I do to help? What needs to happen? And she says, Polly needs money. And Cheryl's like, oh, that's it? Well, I'll just talk to my parents. She's like, well, no, 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 don't, don't do that. Like, no, we're all on the same team now. Mm-hmm. We want what's best for their baby. They're not all on the same team. <laughs> I, I just love the possibility, though, that Betty finds a more supportive home among the Blossoms. Right? I want it so bad. Oh, Archie and Jughead's dad's finished a day of work, and the boys are sitting in, like, the, the office. Uh, they're all like, oh, we should like get, like, dinner to celebrate the first day, and they go to Pops together. And so Jughead does eat food. Yes. It's not a burger. I see him eating fries. There might be a burger on that plate, but he doesn't take a bite of it, so he see, still hasn't eaten a freaking burger. I understand that burgers and other f- large foods like that pose a real challenge for continuity when you're doing multiple takes. One bite. I get it. One just, bite. Just film an insert. It Just an insert. I trust Cole, Cole Sprouse to be able to take a bite of a burger in one yeah. shot. Yeah. <sighs> So they're sharing tales of, of the days when they were younger and knew each other, and they, they had their shagging wagon. <laughs> and a band. And a band called... Time the, is a flat circle in Riverdale. Like, all these families know each other. They had a band, too. Yep. So, like, Archie's dad brings up, like, sports, and, and Jughead's dad's all like, oh, like, Jughead's not into that. He's, you know, always been more into writing and books and stuff, like his you, mom. You still reading them books, boy? Yeah, he's still reading them books, still writing. Stories and, and whatnot. Archie's like, oh, yeah, he works for the newspaper with Betty. And then it's Betty. Who's Betty? Huh? 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 And Jughead just ignores this and is like, tell me about the band. <laughs> and we find out their band was called the Fredheads. And then there's... The awkward bill payment. Yeah, this, this is part of where I get the idea that FP is really invested in his image as a yes, real man. Yes, so He doesn't let nobody pay his bills. And Not even the boss that just, like, he hasn't even got a first paycheck yet. Yeah. You can let the dude cover the celebratory meal. Yeah. So it's, it's this, cool. this weird, like, oh, here I got, no, 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 I got a, oh, let me. He, like, so. calls Pops back from the counter. Yeah, which I'm. I'm Pops to have a storyline. I want to talk to Pops. Pops is going to finally lay it all out in the finale like Silent Bob. Yeah. Yeah, I should. Pop knows who killed Jason. Oh my god, yes. Someone like confessed while drinking a milkshake. That counts as predictions. That's mine. I, I get that. Yeah. One. Veronica is going out for her partying and her yeah. mom is not happy about it. And she's like, well, fine. I won't go out if you call dad and tell him that I did not sign that thing. Let him know that I did not betray him. And she's like, I'm not going to do that. And so Veronica goes out. Mm-hmm. And so this town has one restaurant. Yes. And a nightclub <laughs> that lets in underage people and serves them. So, what, What's in those glasses, kids? What I don't understand about this Lodge family tradition is why going out to the club is somehow attacking her mother. Maybe now that they are on a budget. 
But why before? Because she's young and would get in the tabloids and stuff and okay. ruin the family name. There are no tabloids in Riverdale. There's the blue and gold. Well, she's still like 16. I guess. And school night? It's like a Tuesday? This club is banging for a Tuesday, yeah. I must say. So Veronica and Kevin and Josie and Reggie are there and they're dancing away. Uh, and then they sit down in their, their little private suite that they got. Mm-hmm. Kevin asks her about how things are going. And, and Reggie's too busy checking out the wait staff. Oh my god, he is. <laughs> she she talks about how like when her dad got taken away, you know, they lost like everything. But her mom sat her down that night and told her there's one thing they can't take away. And Reggie says, What, your trust fund? She's like, No, my name. And then she stole that. She took my name. She mm-hmm. and names have great power. Veronica yeah. has many secret names, the power of which you do not know yet. Yeah. Yes. That moment, though, like, you understand why Veronica's so upset, too. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. there's so much extra weight there than just, like, you did something I didn't like. It's, you just completely so, threw away what you told me. At least I, I would always have my independence and autonomy and yeah. integrity. And then, oh, fuck that, kid. Archie and Jughead's dad are jamming on the guitar <laughs> in the garage. And then he asks about beer. And Jughead's like, eh, for that let's not let's not get drinking school night gotta work tomorrow also why would there be beer hidden in in archie's archie's studio recording garage that like no one else hangs out in that archie i don't think archie knows what beer is that archie who's just a complete dumbo at times decides to bring up so earlier you said like my dad owes you like why'd you say that what that mean and Jughead's like let's just let things go (laughs) Let's just get through tonight. And so that just opens up a big can of worms mm-hmm. where Jughead's dad tells him about how they were partners, apparently, at the construction the company originally. Co-founders, even. Co-founders. Though Fred wouldn't tell it that way. Uh, yeah, and uh, how things were a little rough with some money. So we took side jobs. Side jobs and got into some trouble. And so Archie's dad bailed him out. Bailed him out one time, which was great of him until he found out uh, that he was counting the bail money as a buyout of his portion of the company, which was worth at least 10 times that bail money. So Cute. so this is the great betrayal that, that split the power team of Fred and FP. Yeah, as he takes a swig from his flask. Uh, so then Betty... Who I'm like, right now I'm also questioning, are you an idiot? Uh, meets with the Blossoms. Well, Betty's desperate. But but Betty. How desperate. But, yeah. Really? Really this desperate? She meets with the Blossoms at Pops. And they're all like, we want to support you. But do you know where Polly is? Do you know where she is? Oh, we want to support you guys. And do, do you know where she is? Trust us, Betty. Trust, trust us. We want what's best for all of you. And I'm just like. They have you cornered in that booth. You need to, like, hop out the window, break the glass, and jump and run. <laughs> so then we go back to Archie and Jughead. They're talking about how neither one of them knew about the situation. And Archie's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm sure my dad had a reason. And, oh, like, my dad didn't. And it's a little, little tense. Yeah, man. So then Jughead takes his somewhat drunk dad home. Somewhat? Somewhat. Very drunk. Very drunk. <laughs> in the scene He's of- standing. 
He's still standing. In the scene of one short cutaway, he's only standing with the assistance of his son. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then, He does throw him the keys, thank goodness. Yeah, he does, he does. He throws him the keys. Uh, Jughead also hides the flask uh, be, before they leave. Then we go to Veronica, who's still at the club. Uh, and they come and they're like, so your card has been marked as stolen. We need to call the cops. And she just like pulls a big wad of cash out and is like, I've been cut off. No, you don't need to do that here. This will cover it. Well, Reggie My Pi- plan has worked. Reggie pipes in to say, yeah, go ahead and call the cops. We'd love to tell them how old we are. That's true. Before, <laughs> before that all comes, Reggie says that. Josie pulls uh, her mom card of my mom's the mayor. And doesn't Kevin talk about his dad being the sheriff or something? No, Kevin's a good sweet Kevin boy. He would anything. never do that. But Reggie and Josie both like pull their cards <laughs> before she takes out the wad of cash. And he's just like, fine, I'll take the cash. And just... So Jughead gets his dad home. Sort of tucks him into bed, and by bed, we, we mean couch. Yeah. Asking him, oh, are you going to stay the night? You can you can sleep in my bed. Jughead's, like, helping him take off his shoes, and he starts talking about his mom and how yeah. he talked to her. She's taking night classes to get her GED. She got a call center job to pay for those classes. Yeah, and Jellybean's helping her study, and Jellybean now wants to go by JB because it's cooler, and she's <laughs> 10, and she listens to Pink Floyd on vinyl, and he doesn't think that Jellybean can get any cooler. <laughs> and then he realizes his dad's passed out. Oh no, my little sister. She's going to be too pretentious. Oh no. He was so happy talking about her. I know, it's adorable. He was so he was so proud of her. Yeah. And, uh, so then Archie confronts his dad about what happened. And he's yeah, like So we get Fred's side of the story. Yeah. Uh, he, these side jobs involved stealing and selling equipment from the company. Mm-hmm. And, oh, he said that was the first time I bailed him out? No, 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 no. Could not even yeah. count how many times. Uh, he says something about how, like, you can only save a drowning man, like, so many times or something. And yeah. Archie's just like, no one cares if Jughead drowns, too, in the lake. Yeah, <laughs> man. So then Veronica gets home from her night of clubbing, and her yes. mom's there, and she's like, okay, let's negotiate. We've both pissed each other off. Yes. Let's- a- after uh, she-, she points out that her mother canceled and reported stolen her American Excess card. <laughs> it's, it's above Express. It's yeah. just so fancy. It's the official card of Glamazon.com. <laughs> yeah. Veronica's mom says that she needs her to accept the fact that she is pursuing a relationship with Mr. Andrews. A relationship that he cannot yet define. Yes, that they cannot define, that she's still figuring out. She's not sure what will happen with her husband, and she she needs to figure out what her life's going to be now. Veronica's like, you want me to accept your affair? Yes, yes, I do. That's exactly <laughs> what I want. She's like, fine. Then it can't happen here. Nothing in this house. Which is acceptable. And you need to tell dad that you forged my signature. Which she agrees to do. Yes. Although getting in touch with him, it's not instant. I mean, he's in prison. Yeah. But she agrees to it, and by the end of the episode, she does indeed do it. Yes. And there's a very sweet moment where where Veronica's, like, comforting, holding her mom's hand where that phone call happens. Yeah. Because she knows it's hard. They're on the mend. Yes. The only good mother-child relationship on this show. It's coming back. So then the next morning, Jughead goes into school. stuff gets rough. And he goes into the journalism room that has the murder wall. Yes. And we see Sheriff Keller. And 
Principal Weatherby. Just sort of staring at it. Staring at the murder board. And uh, they tell Jughead he needs to come to the station. On the way out of the school, he sees Archie and he's like, call my dad. And so they're in the station and Keller talks about, we pulled your prince and Betty's off of the burning car, which is... but Betty ain't getting taken in. Well, then he says, which, you know, we knew you were there. But uh, your your prints are actually on file from six years ago when you attempted to burn down the school. I was playing with matches. Was, you know, you have quite a file here. Your school record. You've been bullied a lot. My name is Jughead. Yes, my favorite line the whole episode. <laughs> my name is Jughead. Like, what do you fucking expect? <laughs> We bullied a lot, and like the football players, and uh, uh, maybe maybe you wanted revenge. Like, yeah. Where where were you on July Fourth? Jughead is getting profiled to hell. Like, You're from the wrong side of the streets, you know, tough tough town, p- tough part of town. Jughead just likes to limply wear suspenders around his his knees. That doesn't mean he's trench coat mafia. All right, come on. So Jughead says he's not talking anymore and he wants a lawyer. He never gets one. No, he doesn't. Like, what the hell? So I'm bringing up Sheriff Keller on uh, uh, charges. Yeah, like... For denying civil rights. (laughs) Also, he's like a minor. Aren't you, like, not allowed to, like, speak to him until there's, like, (laughs) someone present or something? I don't know how it works in Riverdale. (laughs) It Um, doesn't work in Riverdale. (laughs) Justice clearly does not work. They've been hunting this murderer for months. So Mama Blossom is talking to Cheryl and asking if, uh, did you, you know, you always said Polly was a partier. Did did you ever see her take drugs? You know, we wouldn't want an unfit mother for our grandchild. And Cheryl is just processing this. Even Cheryl is getting uncomfortable. Yes. So Betty's visiting Jughead in the Slammer. Mm -hmm. And he's telling her, I didn't do it. And she's like, I know you're being screwed over right now. I mean, everyone everyone in this town has a murder board. Yes. There are Pinterest boards for murder boards (laughs) in Riverdale. He asks if his dad's there. And all Betty can say is, well, Archie and his dad are here. Yeah, that's close. No one knows where your dad is. He just wants his dad there. Archie's dad does save the day. Yeah. Uh, he lies to provide an alibi. He says, oh, yeah, uh, Jughead was working with me on the 11th, the 11th being time of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was tearing out some drywall. Like, it shifty-eyed Archie's like, uh-huh, uh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, he was. It takes him way too long to realize his dad is lying to provide an alibi. Like, wait, I don't remember this, and I was there too. If anything, Archie's getting dumber by the week. <laughs> I love I love my block-headed boy. So they bail him out, and they're leaving, and that's when Jughead's dad shows up, and he's all ready to go in there and, like, bash Sheriff Keller's head in. Because that'll fix things. Assault. Dad, just, like, don't make it worse. He's like, okay, you're right, you're right. Like, let's go. You come in with me. And she's like, oh, you can stay with us. Mm -hmm. Doesn't he leave? No, no, I'll go with you. Like, it's fine. As a child from a rough situation, he does the thing... All kids from rough situations do. He's putting himself last in order to try to paper things over. Yeah. It's like, he knows it'd be better to to chill with the Andrews for a while. Yeah. Everyone knows it, but he can't bring himself to say it. He's got to go with his dad. Yeah. To prop up his dad's last shred, his last bit of hope. Yeah. Um, Oh, Jughead, stop it. Stop it, Jughead. 
And his dad's all like, yo, I, I can get it together. I just need like a month or two. I'll, I'll get your I'll get your mom and your sister back. And he's been saying this for years. years. You know he has. Yes, you this know. has been forever. FP is a shit fuck. So then Archie's dad is seen uh, forging timesheets for Jughead and is like, it's the least I can do. Jughead, or, and Archie just kind of stares on. There, there's even a little callback like, yep, there's no reason Jughead should drown too. No. Go to Pops, where Polly and Veronica and Archie and Betty are waiting for the Blossoms to show up, but only Cheryl shows up, and Polly goes right up to Cheryl and is like, I'm so sorry about Jason, and he always talked about how much he loved you, mm-hmm. and Cheryl's- Cheryl sort of reaches out to touch the bump, but she doesn't, which is good. Good. You should never don't, touch- Don't touch the bump. Don't touch the bump without invitation. Or, you know, permission. Don't you, be the weird person that asks. But you know- you know that Cheryl is just so jealous that she isn't the pregnant one. She wanted Jason's baby so bad. You cannot yes, deny it. I can't it. deny it. And so then Cheryl's all like, you need to leave. You need to leave. My parents do not want what's best for you. You have to get away. She has no idea what these secret schemes are, but she's confident that they exist. Yes. So then Veronica's like, I'll take Polly. My mom will be fine with this. Like, Polly, Mm -hmm. come with me. And so they take Polly to their apartment and Hermione Lodge welcomes her in. Very not concerned about, like, a pregnant teenager that is on the run. Just like, oh, yes. She has another one and a half mouths to feed on her broke construction company accountant's job. So then we cut to Archie and Jughead and Archie's, like, rolling out an air mattress Everybody's moving in together, yeah. shacking up. So like, sorry about our dads. Jughead's like, I'm not giving up on him. He asks, you know, do you think he will show up for work tomorrow? And he's like, I, I can hope. And it's just this moment of like, you know, he doesn't think he will. No, he wants to hope, in, but you know, he won't. In this closing narration about hope, yeah, there's a lot of panning over open bottles in the FP Jones home. <sighs> yes, and him just. Drinking away, and then, and then... Vindication. Vindication. They zoom in on his closet where you can see his, like, snake jacket, and right next to it is a Riverdale High jacket that says Jason. Yeah, that's right. What the fuck? I would like to uh, thank the Academy for this award for Best Sex Archie End of Episode Predictions. Is the only person to have them come true immediately. Mine will come true. It just takes time. I'm thinking bigger picture. There, there are a lot of people that I, I dedicate this to. <laughs> My wife for supporting me and also having uh, worse predictions. No, my predictions are wonderful. They are wonderful. Uh, but that's basically it for this episode. Yeah. That's, that's chapter seven, folks. I mean, I, I guess while we're cracking wise about it, do you have some predictions for next episode? Well, that trailer was literally five seconds long. I don't think we're even going to cover the trailer this episode. There, some people f- are going to fight. <sighs> some people are going to fight. Stuff is going to come to pass with Polly. Like, they're going to find out that she's there. Mm-hmm. Maybe Hermione will get arrested for, like, harboring a fugitive or something. I can definitely see the Coopers getting Hermione Lodge arrested for for human trafficking. Yeah, yeah. Or Polly will go into labor. I'm saying labor season finale. Yeah. Is Where's Joaquin? (laughs) Uh, I want some Kevin and Joaquin action. It's been 
forever. I bet that happens next episode, knowing the title. Every episode has been named uh, after a film or uh, a book, in the case of Heart of Darkness. Chapter 8 is called The Outsiders. (laughs) Joaquin and Kevin! So again, another one of my things. That was pop culture reference. But another one of my things. I'm very good at watching this show. Joaquin and Kevin. Okay, I think think that something will happen with that. Uh I'm just going to limit myself to one big prediction. Uh It's been bugging me what this uh, uh, poly plot reminds me of, and I figured it out tonight. Yeah. These two houses who've been at, at two war. Two houses both divided. No, no, I'm, I'm going a little more recent <laughs> okay. than that. that. That have been vying for control of a precious natural resource and having secret wars against each other that are now about to be united by their bloodlines. I think this is all a big Dune reference. <laughs> I think this baby is one generation early. Yeah. For, for like, a long-term breeding program, but it came anyway, yeah. and it will be born with superpowers. And very blue eyes. <laughs> yes, the syrup must flow. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's my prediction. The syrup worms. <laughs> That's my prediction right yeah. there. The syrup but- worms and they'll ride to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to go with Joaquin. I hope he picks him up and Sheriff Keller has to meet him and be like, oh, you take good care of my boy. <laughs> or I'll have arrest a, you. Have him back. You have five warrants. I'm within my rights. <laughs> she doesn't know that. Joaquin <laughs> will come in like a nice suit and tie and very long sleeves so no one can see his tattoo. So I guess it's time to talk about the ever dwindling pool of favorite pop culture reference. Kevin uh, said to Veronica about like how she's going full black swan on her mom. That was a good one. I think that's my favorite. It implies Kevin didn't really watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Full Black Swan is not just going dancing for a couple no. hours. That's not even partial Black no. Swan. <laughs> in the opening, Jughead describes his life in, in the Harry Potter closet. Not by being a Harry Potter closet, but instead like living among the rats and bugs like an extra in a Wes Craven movie. Which makes me think I never want to work for Wes Craven because he seems to really mistreat his extras. Yeah. That's that's not worth the like 80 bucks or whatever. For eight hours or more. So screw you, Wes Craven. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of segments, it's time to do everybody's favorite. Did you know, dear? What? That about three quarters of our listeners, if a recent Twitter poll is representative, uh, do not watch Riverdale at all. I did not know that. Which is one reason I think the next segment is very, very uh, uh, useful. This is the time when we uh, compare uh, a character on Riverdale to how they are in the comics. So, darling, uh-huh. I'm going to give you an extra special challenge. Oh, boy. And ask you to compare the page-to-screen transitions of both Betty Cooper and Veronica Lodge. Ooh, double. Double time. Double okay. trouble. It's our Betty and Veronica besties special. Okay. Many things about Betty and Veronica in the show are true to the comic. <laughs> and the fact that uh, Betty is always very much seen as like the girl next door, middle class suburban family. Mm-hmm. Uh, the childhood friend. The childhood friend. She She's nice. She's involved in activities. And Veronica is seen as the rich 
girl who lives in a mansion. In the comics, she is not from another town. She is from Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, her family lives there, um, but they are super rich. They have a big house. Uh, money is not a problem. I don't, wanna, I don't know if I necessarily want to say they get along better in the show than they do in the comics. Because, like, they get along in the comics. Except when they don't. When they don't. <laughs> it's just... The comics, you're looking at very, like, shorter stories, so they don't get along a lot more. Because every story, they have to not get along for a minute. And usually that's all because of a boy. Probably Archie. Sometimes other boys. Ooh. Um, where their interests are, are always going to the same place, so thus they are fighting for a boy. Um, there's also instances where, like, they're fighting for winning school council or... Uh, a beauty pageant, or there's always things that they're up against. And they're really good friends until, like, there's those things that they're up against. So they're, they're sort of perfect opposites. Mm-hmm. Two different, I guess, idealized visions yes. of, of a high school romance yes. partner who, who nevertheless get along as the best of friends, except that they're in constant competition. Yes. They have issues, too, where they don't always relate to each other based on their lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Betty gets jealous of Veronica being able to spend all her money yeah. and to do these things or to get this. Veronica gets jealous of Betty kind of having the simpler things in life and be, being able to get certain things or do things kind of in an easier way. Like, well, she doesn't have to, like go through this effort of getting the stress in this thing to be able yeah. to still do it. And their their family life is different. Like this this fa- some of the family drama does not exist. <laughs> like Veronica lives with her uh dad and her mom, though her mom is a much more basic character. And her dad is very, very present as her opposed dad is to being incarcerated. Present. Yes, her dad is extremely present. And he's not a thief. <laughs> he's not an embezzler. Well, he is a wealthy capitalist, so it's a matter of degrees. Well, he's going about things legally, though. Betty's parents are just both nice, and they're there <laughs> for Betty. And she does have a more special relationship with her dad, but her parents are not crazy. So the big change is in their their family life and the fact that so far in Riverdale, mm-hmm. they haven't been in competition for anything. Yeah. Outside of like the the seven minutes in heaven misunderstanding and and the fallout from that. Yeah. Which and it honestly makes them much more interesting characters <laughs> because they can develop in other ways. I mean, they're interesting in the comics. There's so much competition that every story is always swinging to one of those super over the top. Where here it's a much steadier pace, so you get to know who they are. Get to know more about them. The two character traits that I think define them in Riverdale mm-hmm. is Veronica's sort of unflappable just drive mm-hmm. to get everything, do everything, and never look back. Yeah. And Betty's Betty being a complete mess that she spends all of her focus and energy putting this this perfect girl next door facade over. Yeah. And to what degree do you think that comes from the source? And uh, how much do you think that is invented for the teen melodrama that is Riverdale? So Betty putting on this, like, front of the perfect girl next door. In the comics, Betty isn't, like, that put together. Mm -hmm. Betty's just, she is what she is. She throws her hair up in a ponytail and she goes. She has moments. There are moments in those comics where it's definitely she's 
usually when she's in competition for something where she's trying to like up her game. But that type of like kind of obsessive, yeah, I must be this certain there, way is there's not... no sense that she's wound so tight she's going to snap. Yeah, that's not at all there at <laughs> all. And that I believe is all derived from the family yeah, that they invented yeah. for her. What do you say about Veronica? That is much more closer to Veronica in the comics. Yeah. Except her drive is like towards looking the, like being the best. Mm-hmm. Being on top of it, look at me. Though she does question herself at times. And usually she questions what she does when she sees Betty getting something for le- like less effort. Mm-hmm. Things working out for people that didn't go into a crazy amount of extra work. Then she questions herself and is like, oh, maybe I should like lay off and like <laughs> enjoy the slower pace of life kind of thing. But I think that's more accurate to the character in the comic is that there is like a drive, though mm-hmm. it's for different reasons. One thing that uh, comics Veronica tends to have that I don't think she has in Riverdale Mm -hmm. is uh, being very high maintenance. Yes. Like that's always sort of the trade-off of having the the rich, glamorous girl. She's very, very high maintenance in the comics, and she's not. in Riverdale, she takes care of herself. Yeah, (laughs) which I love. I love that she's like, yep. I, I know I'm high maintenance, but I'm doing my own maintenance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, she's like, I'm, I'm going to look this way and I'm going to do these things, but I'm going to do them. I don't need other people doing them for me. When they were in the woods, I thought it was like, she was dressed like ridiculously for hiking yes. in the woods. But that is the way she is. And she knows it. And she's like, I'm going to go hike in the woods, but this is what I'm going to look like. And in, I'm still going to hike in the woods perfectly fine. In black pearls, I think. Yeah, she was wearing it in black pearls. I think she's mad at her mom. Yeah. Black pearls were like her thing in this whole episode. Or she just loves Johnny Depp. I love black pearls. You love Johnny Depp. I might like pirates. <laughs> it's fine. And I get a look at Skeet Ulrich, who's just like a better age Johnny Depp. It's that's great. That's true. That's true. He's much better in so many ways. <laughs> so like we said, we're not even going to talk about that wisp of a nothing trailer. No, because like I don't even know what I saw. So all of our segments are done, which means we got a few announcements. Yeah. First off, Riverdale's renewed. Woo! There will be a second season of that show, so I guess there's going to be a second season of this what? one. What? We're renewed too? So I'd like to thank the CW for taking notice of our show. Yeah. Probably because I won that award for best predictions. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to... Uh, Thank all the people who are now uh, talking about our show just by using the phrase Sex Archie on yeah. Twitter. We, we get Little ac- do they know. We get accidental shout outs all the time. <laughs> yeah. Bill Corbett from Mystery Science Theater gave us a shout out and he didn't even know it. Had no idea. Another announcement. Chapter 8 will not be coming next week. Chapter no. 8 airs on the 30th, which means you probably won't hear our episode on it until the 31st. Yeah. Gonna, we're taking a little break. We, we might do some bonus stuff in the middle. Maybe. Might figure that out, but I'm not going to commit to anything until we actually do it. So if yeah. it happens, it's a pleasant surprise. Check back, though. Maybe there'll be something. Every time you look at a bottle of syrup, we will be with you. Now, is it like maple syrup or like even if they use like log cabin? Even if they use caro syrup. Even if they use chocolate syrup. <laughs> Any type of syrup. It's, it's all good. We are on iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere else you want to find us. If we're somewhere you want to see us but we aren't, let us know. We'll get listed there too, like Google Play. Yeah. We have a show called History Honeys that's been yeah. going for about nine months now. Yeah. That's listed on Google Play and it gets 
practically no listens, so I don't really know if anybody's there. Uh, <laughs> you want to listen to us talk about factual things, you can check that out. But we'd love it if you share this show with people. Uh, share us on iTunes, share our SoundCloud page. Uh, Tell your friends! Ratings and reviews help uh, robots connect us to other people as well. Mm -hmm. Randomly tell people about sex, Archie. Yeah. Tweet tweet all your friends. I'm still crossing my fingers for Bill Corbett to get back to us. Right? Uh, I'm waiting for the day that one of, like, the actors in Riverdale find... Like, if Cole Sprouse actually found us, that'd be great. Folks, here's your challenge. (laughs) Make make we, them find us. We need to see which cast member <laughs> of Riverdale shouts us out first. Okay? Hey, you got money on Cole Sprouse. You know what I'm gonna say? That's my hope. He's I'm, he's funny. Uh guy plays Kevin. Name yeah. escapes me. I think he's a dark horse contender. Okay, you guys have your challenge. Make it happen. It's three weeks until the next episode. We got to do something to entertain ourselves. Make it happen. Make it happen. I would love it if, like, I don't know, they just listened every week to us recap what they do. They've got time. <laughs> Three-week break. They're not filming right now. They have plenty of time. Binge this shit. They could listen to us on their road trip. Apparently, Cole Sprouse and KJ Appa, like, take road trips together right Come now. Come on, KJ. Come on. Come on. I want to rub your abs. You're scared away. <laughs> Forever. I'm Grant. And I'm Elena. And from us here, it's Sex Archie. Hashtag sharpen your pitchforks. Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, hold on. Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, come on. And you got me, and you got me, and you got me.